0: So I had a question from Kaylee, who's noticed that a lot of my friends on Facebook are posting an awful lot of videos. And she said, is everybody posting so much video because of your boot camp? And I just kind of chuckled and said, I hope so. Because we know that doing video shares our story, shares us, lets a lot of people know a lot of things without us having to repeat it. Yes. I do.
1: So Kaylee noticed the videos.
0: Kaylee noticed the videos. I also noticed the videos. I enjoyed Scott and Jackie sharing a couple of stories that I hadn't heard before. I didn't know that you named Stainful. Hmm. Did you remember that you named I, I didn't know that.
1: I did. I remember the conversation specifically. Hmm. because we talked about kung fu and it was like, oh stain food would be really cool and I, so i remember all of that but yeah that's kind of cool to hear and see yeah and then to know that bob staying bob is a puppy and, and i love the way that they shared the story and those videos are really good because they connect a brand with something human something and more then
0: go look at darren and Deanna. Oh and those are just a delightful crazy cool if
1: that if those videos don't sell them a bunch of shit, i don't know what would because it's about being who they are and they're just okay we have an amazing cool group of friends and people we hang around anyway but to see them then share it on video is sensational because they're in indiana as well what a neat grouping of video talking what's coming up and their personalities are awesome just like jackie and scott same thing on video just sharing the raw authentic self
0: and then just being a little weird just being
1: quirky because scott why be normal chicken. Chick- you know i love that it's crazy i was driving today thinking about that going he had a chicken in his arms the whole time but you know that's who he is And we know that they raise organic chickens because we love their eggs and we, you know, so it's perfect. But, you know, why sit there and try to be something that they're not? And if he likes chickens, show the chickens. If it's just a a shtick, it'd be one thing. It's not just a shtick for him. He's provided us eggs for years. So we know that chickens are cool.
0: Holding it throughout their video, like he could have put it down, but... Like, but why? It's just him to be a little.
1: Absolutely. Kind of why different. be yeah. normal if you don't have to be normal? Yeah. I mean, it's it's really kind of interesting.
0: I had a couple of tic tac toe sessions with people this last week on the heels of boot camp. Of course, that's how I organize the world or goals and goal setting and intentions for the universe and that type of thing. And I was pleasantly surprised as well that our baker, who does cookies and cake pops, she got some homework as well to film her pantry or her colors and just start storytelling a little bit about what she does. And I will tell you Dr. Steampunk was floored when he started getting videos from her because she was apparently excited to start it. And speaking of, he's been doing a lot, lot of great lot video of work. behind-the-scenes and different pieces of how his well, airships come together. Well, here again,
1: it goes to the fact that we get to hang out with really cool people that do really cool stuff. And I'm glad that they're recognizing that sharing it matters. Because we understand. And the difference, though, is we have all the social proof that it works. And people don't want to just believe our social proof. They need their own sometimes. And it's so cool to see each of them just thriving in the world of video and sharing themselves a little bit at a time.
0: So speaking of video, we were looking at our channel analytics a little bit, along with which videos are the most popular. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of philosophy. We talk Mm -hmm. a lot about why we do things and how we put it together. And Yet we know that the most popular videos on our channel are When is it time to change the sand? The how-to stuff. Sure. So, what what do you make of that? And what does it mean?
1: I think they serve two very different purposes. I think the how-to videos are really good for people that just want to know how to do something or when it's time to do something. I don't think that that translates into work for us. It translates into social value that we're now more valuable because we've shared that information which is really good however i think the difference with what we're seeing is the philosophy videos about how our company culture is about how we view life that translates into work for us and that work for us is what allows us to make another video the how-to videos give us social clout. They give us a few atta boys when we go to the show and people go, I watch your stuff. And really the how-to videos aren't even about the people in the industry, they're about the people that are just looking for answers. I think there's that delicate balance and this is what mentally I've been going through a lot lately trying to figure out what's more important. And sure, we can get thousands, hundreds of thousands of views on how to do something. That doesn't translate into helping our brand financially. It it helps our brand as a national viewpoint.
0: Let me jump in there right now. And I think we realize that the videos that are how-to are highly viewed. Yes. Our why is not to be the most widely viewed pool company in the history of the internet.
1: Yeah.
0: Our why is to make the industry a better place. So, I do believe that we would be happier if, in some small way, we influenced or inspired other pool guys and girls to, do. to make the mm-hmm. how-to videos. Because there's plenty of room for a lot of voices, and we're more invested, and we're more inclined to help grow the people in the industry than we are to grow the the popularity to videos.
1: Well, I think also our, our goal has never been, how can we get more views or how can we get more likes or how can we get more, uh, followers? It was more about just sharing information and there's plenty of people out there that just want more viewers or more followers or to be the biggest or to be the, I'm the most followed person on the internet in the pool business. And and that's all great, but that was never our intent.
0: Well, and not to say that we haven't had those conversations no. because mm-hmm. when We've we about post it. something, mm-hmm. you want some validation that sure. somebody cares or someone is listening. So it right. definitely has come up, but mm-hmm. it's not the driving force.
1: It wasn't the driving force. Otherwise we would be, think about it, all of our videos would have that little scrolling thing across the bottom, you know, click here. For, you know, like our page, you know, subscribe to YouTube, whatever, all of the different gimmicks to get us. That I was never our really, our intent.
0: I think where I was a little, like, not playing hard to get, but if you're going to follow us, we hope that you're intelligent enough. You're going
1: to have to work at it a little bit. you know
0: yeah. how to figure out how to subscribe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then maybe you'll mm-hmm. only occasionally see us.
1: And it's okay. It is. Instead of having to have that like, or having to have that... Social validation that we have a bigger following or a bigger whatever. That never really influenced anything that we've done. It was just about sharing good information. If you like us, cool. If you don't, it's okay. You're going to run across this again. Whether you like it or not, you're going to run across this again because we're not going away. We're going to do it over and over and over and over. And at some point, guess what? You're going to see us again and again again and again, and again. Because it's not based on numbers. It's not based on if we don't get this many numbers, we can't do it again. No, we're just going to do it because that's who we are.
0: I was wanting to set up a story on philosophy, and then I guess I'm not really quite sure how to broach that. But on um, in terms of the popularity, we know that we put your face out in front of the brand for everything.
1: Yes, we have.
0: And you like it. I mean, you really love it. You love your face on everything. You love being sure. out there. You just love every minute yes. of everything. Yes. you splash Keep your face me. on. Yes, Keep we telling
1: we me I love it, yes.
0: I'm okay with being on video, and I'm okay being out there. My desire is not as your desire was to have your no, face wait. splashed on No, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Your desire was to have my face on everything. My desire was not to have my face on everything. I have submitted to your authority.
0: Secretly though, like you really wanted that.
1: Sure. I yes, know, I, I did.
0: So, so I'm not the face on everything right. and I'm okay with that. At the at the pool shows and probably just after my, you know, a couple of years in the pool
1: industry. Just a few.
0: Just a couple more than a couple. Um I have
1: decades worth
0: I have recognized that I, going to the shows and things like that, I don't have anything to prove. And I think this, observations came in from a few different places that helped solidify this opinion. Because we take our team out when we travel and we went to the shows. And I know it was your daughter Jessie's first, first time. time coming mm-hmm. to the show with us as like a grown-up who works on the team with us. And it's new and interesting when we get that validation from outside, when people, like the minute we're walking into the hotel casino thing in Atlantic City, like, guys are coming up to you saying, I watch you, and, you know, that's just kind of interesting to witness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long way about the story is I really don't feel that I have a lot to prove when I go to shows. And... I like watching people and the psychology and philosophy that happens there, and yet, kind of secretly inside, I get a little fired up when people don't take the time to like realize who they're talking to when they're stuck in their salesman shtick or whatever. Gosh, do you it have is. a story. I, I have around a that? little story. In you might just have this. You should probably is share that, that story. Is that a good setup?
1: I do think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, it's a reminder it's that a, well, some people may have blind spots. They might
1: have blind spots, but <laughs> it's, also, it's spots. also a reminder that you have influence in the industry Yeah. that people probably don't realize, especially being that you're a woman <gasps> in a male-dominated industry. You're a woman that has tremendous influence because of who you are.
0: You know, that well, there's a couple there's, more there's stories whole, that come that. to mind on that. So... Well, we could go in a different direction with that whole women in the industry being a political topic. Yes, we could, because that happened as well. So, yeah. So for anybody, I guess moral of the story, for anybody who is embarking on their video projects or is in a role that they aren't necessarily the most sanguine of the group that gets splashed across everything, By going through just the process of organic marketing, I think it comes down to that, defining who you are and what you know, you'll meet people who don't realize what you know, and you'll meet people who may not realize who you are and what kind of influence you may have. And I think that's one of the yummiest things about this whole process, because we've all met people who are kind of full of themselves and they want everybody to know who they are and what they're Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And then there's a more genuine way, I think, of going about it, by just being who you are and standing for what you stand for, and not being blatantly in everybody's face, but kind of (coughs) just working your way in the crowd. So, yeah, so I had an episode at the pool show. And it was was really interesting. It was
1: really interesting. It -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. Do you care to share anything about that other than this was someone who obviously didn't know your influence in the industry, didn't know your influence on their product, mm-hmm. and that you were part of giving them a solution to solving something that they had no idea how to solve until you and we shared that.
0: So, I can only surmise, I'll set up the situation and I'll make a couple assumptions along the way. So. We're at a pool show, we're walking around to different booths at a booth of a company that we advocate for a lot. We
1: love, we use, but we love I talk I advocate
0: for them, we have tons and tons of videos where we talk about it, I field questions all the time about do we really like the product or are we just making this up, so I'm at the booth and I'm kind of looking over their display, and I happen to be standing next to a, a pool guy who's chatting with the salesperson. And they're going back and forth, and the salesperson is a new guy that I haven't met yet at this company. So I'm kind of looking at the products while, I mean, I'm standing right next to him, so I'm kind of eavesdropping on what's happening. And the pool guy is asking a couple of questions to the sales guy, and the sales guy keeps just missing it, to the point where the pool guy is going, "You, you must not be hearing my question." And at this point, I'm sorry, I'm not a wallflower. I don't you're just, compelled. I don't just look the other way. I'm compelled to say, "Excuse me, I hear that you're asking this question. If I could just offer an
1: answer, an
0: answer. This is what we do. I didn't say this is the right answer. This is the way to do it. I said, you know, hey, can't help but hear your question." Also, I've witnessed that the sales guy hasn't really been fielding it for the last several attempts you've made at asking it. I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. So I did, and I said, this is what we do. And the salesperson, who hadn't answered the question, (laughs) looked at me and laughed. And he said, are you serious? To my answer. And I said, yes, I'm serious. And he, like, continued to laugh. And say it was the most ridiculous thing he'd ever heard of. Basically, as I'm looking at the product sitting behind him on the shelf, with the answer that I just gave this pool guy, saying, because
1: you, saying "Have
0: you ever turned around and looked at what you have on display?" Like, because please, based on our suggestion, they had
1: developed the product yeah, to a certain way. Yes,
0: they did. So, so yep. please laugh out loud as I'm, you know, helping here.
1: Solution, right? And
0: so at that point, I walked away. <laughs> And there's really nothing else to do at that point other than be taken aback, um, very surprised. And so I walked away. So I walked away, and you had been around kind of when this whole thing happened, and I don't know that I, I, I just missed told it. Yes. you the whole right. story or anything like that. And you were, okay, let's, what can we learn from this? So we talked about what we could learn from this.
1: First, first lesson was never step in the way of a salesman who has a script that he has no idea what the possible outcomes of the answer okay. would be. As an so advocate for so the industry, I That was the first However, advice was, shame on you for stepping in the way, because this guy just obviously had no clue, number one, who he was talking to, which had he realized that you were who you were, he would be horrified to think that he was acting this way, but it was just a good lesson to me to say stay out of the salesperson way because sometimes they have blinders and this guy obviously had massive blinders on. Okay,
0: for an advocate for the industry and a pool I, guy who I has a legit it. question that I, I get have it. an answer to I
1: get it. You know. So I,
0: I learned that you could do that.
1: Right. I probably Not won't.
0: <laughs> I probably won't. Right. So I had relayed that um, whole Incident to Mark, and I think by sharing it with Mark, our service guy, Mike was ready to go punch I, the guy I out. felt better, yeah. and Mark got worked up. <laughs> and then, I guess after a while, you had also gone back over. Well,
1: enough to go over and talk about the, to the people that really mattered in the booth and said, "This here's what happened." And yeah, it was. It was. They were very apologetic. and <laughs> realized that if the guy knew who he was talking to, and knew the influence that he had in developing their product. He would be horrified that he had been so blindly stupid about his decision-making at the time mm-hmm. but again in defense of a sales guy knew what he's doing he only knows what he knows and he has no idea ignorant he can yes. sound however, and this guy sounded really ignorant
0: however in hindsight had our article about women in the pool industry been published
1: whole maybe the blinders would
0: have come a whole other, di- a whole other just different argument
1: and yes that's something that is is a, a point of contention and so if you get to that point we had done an article for a ma- magazine in the industry about women in the industry and they wouldn't publish it Because it was what? Too political? It was too political. It was too, it might offend their... Male audience? This is just freaking stupid, but the male audience, but more importantly, their advertisers. Should we take a break? We probably should. But they were worried about offending their advertisers because because this is a very male-dominated industry, and yet in that article we were simply pointing out where are all these amazing freaking women that would make tremendous changes to the whole industry, and yet we're not seeing them surfacing nearly as much as they could. And, of course, that's a whole other story. there are women,
0: and they are
1: changing the industry. They are. Mm -hmm.
0: In a subtle...
1: In a very womanly way, where it's soft and you don't recognize it so much because it's that feminine energy part that just changes everything. And I think that's a that's an interesting thing, but of course we found that with our construction, how important having women in the field and that female touch just makes the product way the fuck more yummy. Way better, way cooler, way... There's just something about that feminine energy in, in the world of how we approach things. And that's why that article was tremendously important and it should have been published and it wasn't.
0: So... Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a way to kind of tie this together now and a couple things come to mind. One thing that comes to mind is a conversation with another business person who finds themselves in a partnership with that male-female dynamic and in meetings often feels like people look to the man to ask mm. the questions and things like that and she may have been a little bit reserved in offering the answers when she knows that she has them. So. I guess lesson one is, I hope, I hope by me being me, it empowers other women who may not have as as quick of a uh, as quick of a reaction or as quick of a, a need to jump in there uh, to do that. Like I would, I would like to think that somebody could say, "What would Sandy do?" and then they would do what they think that is, and it might encourage them.
1: W W S D. What
0: would Sandy do? What would Sandy Kind of. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, another lesson would be, what, <clears throat> something well, about would, the politics of
1: it. Well, politics aside and all of the bullcrap that we live in in the political world of male and female and blah, 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 is recognize that just because traditionally our business has been male, traditionally, you got to let that go because it's a different world and it's not male anymore. It's not male-dominated. Yes, there's more men than women, but I would make an argument that there's some really stinking powerful women that will teach us men to not be such pigs about being men and in a male-dominated industry. Because I do think that there's a, a room and a space for all of us to grow and change and recognize the absolute feminine part of what we do because think about it let's go beyond all of the political part but think about what a swimming pool is because it's our industry it's a it's a gathering place for family who traditionally has created family not men women women have been the ones that have held families together Thousands and thousands of years, not men. So, our industry is based around family, which is based around women's desires, needs, and wants to create family value. So, looking at it beyond everything else, the credit goes to women for holding the entity of family together, not men. As much as I want to say, yeah, it's about being good, good dad. There are not that many good dads in this world. There are a shit ton of good moms in this world that have held on to family value, held it together. And I think our industry really needs to value that more. There's plenty of great dads, there's plenty of amazing dads, yes, but the women's influence has held the family dynamic together, not the men's. That might be changing. There might be a a whole shift that we keep seeing Signs of that that men are coming back to more of that moral value thing, but to this point in our generation and the generation before us, the woman's responsibility, whether she asked for it or not, was to hold the family value and hold the family together. And that's what has happened. So it is the women very much so that have held that together, which our industry is built around that.
0: Okay. So let's shift gears okay a little bit and let's talk about what we would like to see us do more of coming up and I guess I'm asking this question because we've done podcasts we've done videos we have filmed projects um, we've written articles we've fielded questions done Q&A like what what do you think our media mix should have in 2018?
1: I should ask you that question. Being a woman in the industry and knowing what you having a better heartbeat in terms of what people would hope for. Maybe you could answer that better than me. I can come up with some answers of what I think. But what would you think? What would be the right mix of discussion slash
0: well, on that note, I think people will have to tune in next time when they might find out this answer.
1: Oh, so in other words, you just fanned on that one and decided we're going to cut it right here. I think so. Good girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. Check in next time. There's sure to be great things coming Perfect. Up.